Welcome, fellow seekers. My name is Nathan, and this is the Law of One and Spiritual Concepts podcast, where I share my interpretations of the Law of One and other related topics. Today, we'll be discussing health and nutrition according to Ra from the Law of One. This is a topic that I've been interested in for quite some time now. The industry revolving around health and nutrition contains a lot of conflicting information from marketing standpoints versus what's actually healthy for us. Not to mention a subjective and somewhat individualized topic where everyone may be slightly different. But when we talk about health, this is an all-encompassing term that can relate to multiple areas in our lives such as emotional health, spiritual health, and mental and physical health. Today, we'll be focusing more around the physical health aspect through exploring some of the various health and nutrition points that Rob mentions. We'll analyze them and hopefully glean some understanding on how these can be beneficial. We will explore vital and physical energies, look at food and water recommendations, and exercising specifically. Health and wellness, from foods to water to exercising, has been a huge area of focus in my life and one that I consider to be greatly contribute to my spiritual development. I have found in order for me to maintain my health, the balancing of nutrition and exercise have been critical factors, and one that seems to have numerous benefits. And now for the brief disclaimer, that this information and recommendations brought up in this episode are not medical advice. Please do your own research and talk to your doctor if necessary to see what works best for you. I'd also point out that The raw contact happened over 40 years ago, so be aware that a lot has changed from the quality of our nutrition since this time. And finally, to be aware that many of the recommendations provided here were specific to Carla, although we can still learn from these. So to start off, let's look at what vital energy and physical energies are, and how they're important for our health. In 63.6, we see Ra explain that vital energy is the complex of energy levels of mind, body, and spirit. Unlike physical energy, it requires the integrated complexes vibrating in a useful manner. With that definition, we can see that vital energy is more of a metaphysical measurement of energy of an entire entity from mind, body, and spirit, and is based on the level of integration between these three. This seems to also relate to life force energy. So if you're balanced in mind, body, and spirit, you will likely have higher amounts of vital energy. It is also impacted by an entity's polarization level and overall will to live and to love. And along these lines, Ra explains in 63.7 that the vital energy may be seen to be that deep love of life or life experiences such as the beauty of creation and the appreciation of other selves and the distortion of your co-creators making which are of beauty, end quote. Where the physical energy is the amount of available energy of the body complex only. I think these types of energy are important to consider when talking about health because because of this understanding, you may be able to narrow down why you feel depleted or have low energy at times. Then to begin to understand what is needed to replenish this energy, whether it is physical or vital, through various balancing methods. If physically tired, your body is moving slow, then this might be a situation where nourishing it with food, water, or rest may be most beneficial. On the other hand, to consider vital energy, 
This is where we may notice something like our willpower being low, or feeling mentally drained in addition to physically. Then this may require more complex balancing between the mind, body, and spirit in actions such as meditation or other types of energy balancing. One other method that Ra does bring up is the use of a small pyramid under the head for no more than 30 minutes to help with weariness and stimulation. So after considering these types of energies and how they can affect our health, I hope we have set a foundation for the rest of the conversation moving forward. And now we'll transition to looking at food specifically, or foodstuffs, as Ra says. There are some interesting points that Ra brings up in regard to eating healthy foods. One of the main quotes that addresses this comes from 40.14. And in this quote, Ra says, We underline and emphasize that this information is not to be understood literally, but as a link or psychological nudge for the body and the mind and the spirit. Thus, it is the care and respect for the self that is the true thing of importance. In this light, we may iterate the basic information given for the instrument's diet, the vegetables, the fruits, the grains, and to the extent necessary for the individual metabolism, the animal products. These are those substances showing respect for the self. End partial quote. This is a rather fascinating point here, that we should really eat foods that we believe to be most nourishing and helpful to the mind, body, and spirit. Specifically, that we feel will offer the most care and benefit to the self. So in other words, respecting your body as a temple and only putting foods of a high quality into it for it to run optimally. With this in mind, Rod does also point out in 18.4 that the ingestion of grains and vegetables can be most helpful for our health and vital energies, but also that our attitude is even more important along these lines. So in addition to eating well, our attitude towards what we eat and the benefit we wish to gain from the food is also important. I view this as our intention as well. So having positive intentions here appears to really be of benefit physically and metaphysically. One last quote regarding food that I wanted to bring up comes from 84.2, where Don's asking about distortions or increased distortions when it comes to complex proteins. And Ra says here, in the cautionary statement about complex protein, referring to the distortions of the animal protein which has been slaughtered and preservatives added in order to maintain the acceptability to your peoples of this non-living physical material, it is well to attempt to find those items which are fresh and of the best quality possible in order to avoid increasing this particular entity's distortion, which may be loosely termed allergic. Line quote. I do not wish to push a plant-based or vegetarian diet on anyone, but considering Ra's takeaways from these quotes, it appears that these types of diets, in vegetarian and plant-based, may be best for restoring vital and physical energies. Along with the occasional ingestion of meat, can also have benefits as well, as long as it is fresh and of a high quality. I believe this also applies to the grains and vegetables especially nowadays when there are so many different chemicals introduced to our foods, from pesticides to preservatives. This also speaks to the concept of eating as fresh of fruits and vegetables as possible, that have not been modified or processed, so staying away from frozen microwave dinners or other packaged or fried foods. I also find it interesting that Ra specifically uses the term non-living when referring to meat, 
And to me, this seems like a key point to better nourish yourself with living plants and fruits that can offer better transfer of energy or life force to the entity from that state. But that is just my speculation. But this also would make sense when later Ra discusses in Fourth Density that there is a communion between the entity and the living foodstuff. So this communion then is between two living entities, basically. So your second density, living plants and fruits, transferring their energy to the living fourth density entity, um, who is therefore accepting the energy and grateful for it. Which basically creates a harmonious transfer of energy. From my point of view, I know I notice a pretty big difference in my overall health and energy levels when I stick to a more whole food, plant-based oriented diet. You really seem to notice the difference when you go back to eating something highly processed like a cheeseburger and fries, and then notice the immediate drop in energy levels or sluggishness, feeling that you might need a nap <laughs> after you consume that type of food. Then becoming clear that this food was probably not best for me or didn't offer the level of support and nourishment that the other living plants do have to offer. Eating a whole food, plant-based diet has also been an interesting psychological catalyst for me, and for many others, I believe, in exercising the strength of willpower to stick to a healthy diet that works best for you, especially when it is easy to satisfy your unhealthy cravings from fast food and having basically anything you want delivered to your door these days. Looking at a few last points on food here, uh, we do see that Rob mentions the idea of certain foodstuffs causing allergies, particularly meats and foods that have had preservatives added to them. So I wonder if this is related to the wide variety of digestive-related diseases and sensitivities we see today, since this is such a key part to our food and society. Also possibly being the culprit to some yellow ray blockages. There's also the ingesting of metaphysical food or nourishment that Ra mentions too. And I believe this was in regard to Carla's being at church and receiving the bread and wine as the blood and body of the Christ. That when consumed was transmuted into metaphysical nourishment. This is an interesting point to consider that through ritualistic practice or placing higher intentions on food as we were talking earlier, that we consume can have a metaphysically positive impact on our health and mind-body-spirit complex. Pairing this with the previous point on attitude, it seems we can really get the most out of our food if we put our intention into setting a positive attitude and seeing the food as physical and metaphysical nourishment for us. And this can also take shape in praying before the meal or being grateful for the opportunity to have the food and for it to provide us with physical and spiritual nutrition. If I were to guess, this would explain the communion of fourth density entities in the foodstuffs mentioned earlier. For now, we'll transition onto looking at water. Water is a very unique substance. It makes up around 60-something percent of our bodies, 95% of our brains, and high percentages of other bodily organs. It is critical to all life as we know it. It is a conscious substance in the first density. Ra makes it clear that there are some metaphysical qualities to water, and that it is a type of crystal that can be worked with for healing. This is seen through the emphasis of importance on blessed water, and the impact it can have for consumption or for cleaning use. 
Ra gives specific instructions for utilizing this blessed water mixed with salt as a way to metaphysically cleanse spaces. One key part here was using the intent to charge the water. So putting in the affirmation that Ra gives of, we give thanks to the one creator for the gift of water. Stating that and basically charging the water through pure intention. Ra does also say that they cannot express the full magical nature of water. But through the information provided, we can see that water has the ability to absorb and retain our intentions and feelings. This is seen in the charging exercise given in 1.13, where Ra says, The charging of the water is done by those present placing their hands over the glass and visualizing the power of love entering the water. This will charge the very effective medium with those vibrations." End quote. What I find to be the wild part here, with water's ability to absorb intentions, is that if so much of our body is made up of water, then how much of an impact our intentions have on the mind-body-spirit complex, just through the water that makes us up? Ra clearly indicates what science is now saying, that water absorbs intentions. I'm sure you may have heard of the Japanese Dr. Emoto, who has conducted numerous experiments to prove this point. If not, the high level of this experiment was water blessed with love takes on a geometrically neat physical shape when frozen to view under a microscope, whereas water infused with negative emotions would take on a disfigured or ununiform shape. I think there are numerous ways to look at water as a healing mechanism, but one that was specifically brought up had to do with swirling the water on Carla's spine to alleviate pain and allow her to have greater physical energy. So again, considering water to be a metaphysically liquid crystal really opens the door to many different types of healing mechanisms or ways that we can use it in that sense. And one other one I will mention here now is the salt bath. I consider these to be a really powerful mechanism for releasing negative energy and just recharging the system. I notice a big difference after taking one of these and I feel like that is also tied to not only salt, but also water and the intention I use going into it. So with this information, we can see that the water we consume has a pretty big impact on our bodies and consciousness. This is why I choose to filter my water and work with it before consuming it in an attempt to consume the highest quality of water possible to aid my health. I don't think people need to go to great lengths here there's a lot that can be done with water and, and a lot of expensive equipment and everything that can be part of it too, but I, I don't necessarily think that is all completely necessary. As long as you are attempting to consume what you believe to be good quality water and charging and blessing it with your loving intentions, and therefore showing love and respect for the self. The last section we'll view for today has to do with exercise. Exercise was an important factor in maintaining the raw contact and appears to be important still for spiritual development. Exercise was brought up as a main point for physical balancing in 18.27. And what I believe to be the main point of this physical activity here is that it essentially generates greater amounts of physical energy that can then be available to the mind-body-spirit complex and therefore allow for greater levels of vital energy through this physical strengthening. This can also be seen, I guess, as a way to strengthen the willpower 
in a sense of staying motivated and continuing on a workout or exercise routine. Along these lines, in Carla's case, the strengthening of the physical complex also lessened her vulnerability to attack by the fifth density negative entity. So another quote here that has some interesting points, I won't read the whole thing, but um, I'll summarize it a bit, comes from 104.2. And this one brings up some points in regard to exercise in the optimum amounts. Although these recommendations were specific to Carla's condition, I think these may still be appropriate to view as a sort of baseline. And this consisted of exercising three to four times per week for a one hour period. And it is important to also exercise within your means, not stressing the body to an extreme, but just enough to build physical and mental strength to do more next time. And another topic brought up in this quote had to do with exercising outdoors and its unique ability to provide connection to the entity to creation and to feed, therefore, these mental-emotional needs of the mind-body-spirit complex. This, of course, is not to discourage anyone from working out indoors on, say, a treadmill, if, if that's what's required, but just an interesting point to consider about the additional benefits from being outdoors while doing your exercise routine. A seemingly minor but important point to bring up here also is that exercising with a friend can also be beneficial. The companionship and social aspect of this appears to be helpful according to Ra in session 25.3, and what I think this ends up doing is it shows support, dedication, and harmony in the relationship of the entities doing this activity, while also maybe providing some motivation for one or the other. And with this, we can see exercise as a way to increase and strengthen our physical and vital energies, along with providing us a catalyst to be outdoors and connect with the Creator while exercising, all while potentially feeding our additional mental and emotional needs that we can get from being outside. And I will end it here for now on the topic of health and nutrition, but I plan to pick this back up in the near future to look at some other aspects such as healing from ill health, fasting, and some of the metaphysical properties associated with health. I hope you enjoyed this episode and found some benefit or inspiration for your own health and nutrition. And I hope you'll join me next time. I leave you now in the love and in the light.